0: The award-winning Mercedes-Benz Vito invites you to get this with Tony Martin and Mick Malloy! Oh, Mick, I'm sorry to have to get you up this early. This is an outrage. I've got my hard hat on, though. I'm back in the Haunted studio. I'm falling for that again. It is Haunted, and we're going to have you up on your Milo Tin stilts before the end of this hour. Greg Fleet has uh, promised to come in with a special 100th show wrap, and we'll be asking, have you had a brush? with Mick Malloy, That could get out of hand, you know that. Are we vetoing those calls? We will be. We'll be Mercedes-Benz vetoing them. And I understand uh, the Prime Minister has recorded a special message for us. Gee, you fellas are good. I mean, uh, Tony, it's
1: enormously improved from what it was. It's balanced, it's stable, it's outrageous. Uh, provocative and all of the other things that one can say. It's been widely applauded and uh, it's a lot better than what it was.
0: That's ZZ Top, sharp dressed man here at Get This on Triple M. It must be a hundredth show because we wouldn't <laughs> normally play ZZ Top. Wow. No, Special <laughs> like like occasion. Yeah, hey, it? big boy's here, give hey. him a round. <laughs> I can't believe it. You got to 100 shows before I did.
1: <laughs> How do we you, do that? You guys work way too hard.
0: <laughs> I think I've got two weeks coming off oh, next week. It's much too early for you, Mick. It is indeed. I heard you the other day going off on your show. But where were you? In Canberra? Mm-hmm. In Canberra, yes. I was out in some unabomber shed in the middle of nowhere. There was <laughs> livestock running around. <laughs> that is a night. What is that? They, Whenever they drive you, it feels like you have been taken out of the Miller's Crossing. I, it's, it's more Wolf Creek, I reckon. <laughs> Bit of Island of Dr. Moreau in. There was wildlife running around I'd never seen before. What is that? And what is there are running a slumlord <laughs> out in Canberra? Seriously. And obviously no spirit level in this chair. <laughs> I'm not joking. Our, our chairs, of course, are on rollers, and if you let go of the side of the table, you would just, like... Disappear from the microphone, <laughs> basically. It's terrible. The slope live from the sloping studio <laughs> it sounded like Rue was having to cling oh, to the wall. No, he was hanging from the roof at one stage. <laughs> now, what have you been doing? So you're getting around uh, promoting Boytown, promoting Boytown, which is a movie of mine. I've gotten in a bit of trouble. Mm, really? Well, well, you know that you know that movie Two Thirty Seven. Yes, right. Yes. It's about suicide. Well, the director was running around telling everyone that apparently it was real and based on his. Experience with yeah, suicide. He apparently, killed himself years That's ago. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, I've been telling people I used to be in a boy band. I'm... And I think it's all about to blow up. <laughs> I think the first photo from Boytown appeared in the, mm. the Sydney Morning Herald. I had people calling from all over going, what is Mick wearing? <laughs> the big shorts. That's all something I just pulled out of the bottom drawer, Tony. <laughs> you know what it is? It's somebody who's put some clothes on yeah. that where you need to uh, not be upstaged by Glenn Robbins. I think that's <laughs> what that is. Yeah, that's, right <laughs> that's it. And good luck. You're on your own there. Yeah. And so what kind of uh, circuit are you on? I mean, obviously, we don't want to over-sizzle the film yet. It's not our telecom. October. Uh, it's October. Let's put it on the. Let's put it on simmer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's. A, I'll be doing my lap around Australia, hocking my box, right. which will happen. <laughs> I reckon from from early October, telling filthy lies about the quality of my own picture. I think that's how it works. Look, I've seen it. It's pretty funny, and it's. Well, you're a, in it. Well, of, of course pre- you've seen it. You're but in it. The music. I hadn't heard it with the full. You know, music up yeah, to eleven sure. sound mix. I know, it's frightening. Is isn't it? there an album? Is there gonna be an album? There is. There's one coming out. I'm I'm trying to get it onto the playlist, but I'm not having <laughs> much <laughs> luck. Yeah, no, I'll no, be no. to see the station manager. Wait, it's not cutting through. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> they smack addicts out in the suburb aren't gonna go for this. That's our target audience. <laughs> <laughs> so what's what he saying that's now? What <laughs> saying. Wow. So um I look, it's there is gonna be a saddle. You know Gareth Skinner, he did all the music and it's a it's a triumph. If you like the genre <laughs> Or if you don't, you'll enjoy the wicked spin we've put on uh, the boy band Uvra. The hard thing about that film was was actually It rehears- was uh, rehearsing? researching it. No rehearsing. Well, let's not get onto that. Uh, was researching it because you used to forget. Like you had all these boy band DVDs lying around. Yeah, I no. had eight of my friends in my front room watching footy on a Friday night when it went very quiet mysteriously. <laughs> I'm going. What's the deal with this? And I look over, and there is a stack of about six Backstreet Boy DVDs sitting on my coffee table. I'm going, no, no, no! I can explain. It's work related. Don't go. Come back. I'm back. I love the footy. I went round to your place one day, and you had uh, the documentary "Hangin' Tough" with the new kids on. People think we've gone too far in uh, our retrospective of the 1980s yeah. version of boy bands, but let me tell you. We've calmed our hair down since those boys. They are licensed weapons, their haircuts. It's going to be a great film. And then on the DVD, I'm working on some Easter eggs. You're working on some Easter eggs and another little package which is going to go off. There's a treat for Howard Jones fans if they look (laughs) hard enough (laughs) on the DVD. But that's miles away. Sure. Hey, we had Gilbo in here yesterday, Russell Gilbert. Did you get a word in? Not really. Uh, He's pretty funny. He's a great bloke. When he gets into his leprechaun impressions, and within an hour of us talking about him as a leprechaun cop and Uh, Ned Kelly with a super soaker. Mm. Someone had done a beautiful painting of exactly that and put (laughs) it up on our website. There you go. That is the ugliest leprechaun I've ever seen. (laughs) If you go to the Get This website, there is Russell Gilbert as a leprechaun cop uh, artwork by Frogman. Thank you, Frogman. (laughs) I want to see that leprechaun do some cigarette tricks. (laughs) He oh, does do a few cigarette tricks. Oh, he does some of the best I've seen. Now, you lived with him for, what, four years? I lived with him for four years. Uh, it was a very dark time. I remember <laughs> quite a few incidents. Yeah. He was uh, getting around in the underpants a fair bit. He was on, on the underpants. One of the uh, more interesting... One of the reasons we split up was uh, I tried to sneak a break into our house one day because I'd left my key. And I was on the second floor. And as I uh, came in through his bedroom window, <laughs> he, 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 he came at me with a vacuum cleaner pipe... <laughs> And hit me, da- hit me backwards off the, <laughs> off the window sill onto the ground. And as I was lying there on my back, I said, That's the first time you've picked up the vacuum in
1: three and a half years, Gilbert!
0: Until <laughs> <And> when <laughs> the vacuum needed to come out of that place yes. was when Gilbert got a bit of talcum powder, <laughs> wiped it down the underpants, and done his impression of ACDC appearing on Countdown with flashpots of go-go. <laughs> No, and you don't even do it when you have people around. I have no guests. <laughs> he would wa- he would wander out of the bedroom in his underpants. G'day fellas, what's going on here? Nothing. And out would come a most beautiful plume of baby powder. Flashpot Central. All right, Mick, uh, it seems that you're up to speed. Do you want to stick around with us? We've got some I special... It. Like, it's almost this is your life for you. Oh, who's, on, who's in today? We've got Peter Grace is dropping by. Gracey, Yeah. We well, this is his old studio. <laughs> it's his old desk. That is it. <laughs> right here in the haunted studio. <laughs> it's oh. pretty creepy. Watch out. Oh, I like it anymore. Turn the lights back up. <laughs> There's a theremin loose in here somewhere. Uh, Greg Fleet is going to do oh, a bit of... I was having a laugh the other day. You, you know it? what? I That's what... I had a little tear in the eye. It was taking me back when Fleety turned up late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reminded me of the old Martin Malloy days. <laughs> Fleety's coming in today. <laughs> right, this will be interesting. We used to take bets. Do you reckon he'll be in before the end of the hour? Half hour I, I-, I don't think he ever showed up. <laughs> <laughs> there Are was serious? a day where he didn't. Him and Paul Hester, yeah. I think, were the only two artists who on any occasion never showed up. That's right. <laughs> It's a matter of pride. That's right. But uh, you know, we are going to have a few flashbacks. I think is this something with uh, when Lawrence Loon came in? All right, here we go. People requested this. Was we'll meet you on the other side. Hey, watching the news last night, and do you love it when they have to cross over to the war in the Middle East? Oh, yeah. And there's so many satellite links that they have like a really long gap. Well, it's quite like, long yeah, between I mean, the newsreader. Like, yeah. Uh, Have a listen to how long the gaps are getting on the Channel 10 News.
2: We cross live now to Alessio Vinci, CNN's correspondent in Beirut. I might add here that there is a slight delay in this satellite link. But Alessio, what is Israel targeting today? And do you know why they've specifically chosen those targets? I don't know, well, we woke up this morning to the sounds of loud explosions. Oh, now, that's yeah. forever.
1: It sounded <laughs> like he didn't know the answer. <laughs> yeah.
2: he was Googling it really quickly.
0: <laughs> but, you know, that's just space that's going to waste. Yeah. You know, dead, imagine dead all air. those gaps if you added them all up. <gasps> don't you think they should be selling advertising in those Ching-ching. spaces? <laughs> now we are talking. That'd be a great sound.
2: Now, Alessio, what is Israel targeting today? And do you know why they've specifically chosen those targets? <laughs>
1: Rated
2: M. Now showing in cinemas everywhere. Hello, we woke up this morning to the sound of loud explosions that have been pounded (laughs) now for several days. There's not much else. Uh, How is the civilian population coping with the continuing bombardment? A bit more traffic perhaps uh, today, Monday morning. But uh, this is an area of Beirut where usually you have uh, uh, thousands of people in the streets going about their business, traffic jams. Uh, We're not seeing anything of that today. Any evidence yet of the international community starting these mass evacuations we've been speaking of? Hey, mobile phone buyers, don't waste your time shoving around for great deals and offers. Well, Crazy John on ninety nine. Yes, we have seen already a (laughs) a lot of uh, uh, Europeans especially leaving this
0: Oh, sorry, I forgot we had a flashback harp installed in the studio. Very good. I like Mal's attempt to say the word specifically. <laughs> well, I'm still getting over We've got an ad in the, between the S and the P. What about the sales department? They're writing that idea down. <laughs> That's it. Nothing for erectile dysfunction, I notice. I was watching, I think it was, uh, what was it? Uh, the, the show about women on Monday nights. Um, what they call that one. Oh. They pretend you don't watch it. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Desperate
1: Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Desperate
0: Housewives. Desperate Housewives. Yes, 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 and I was here. noticing they have a lot of women's ads and uh, mm. all, all women's hygiene ads and all that. And I said, oh, that's so typical. That helps you target the audience. And so then I came in and I'm listening to Tough Love in the breaks and there's an ad for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> at, hang on a second. <laughs> What are you saying here? Well, if it's Ian Turpy saying it, it's apparently a lie. Well, no, apparently his moustache was very bristly. <laughs> Very stiff. <laughs> because of the nasal stiffy <laughs> spray. Uh, we'll be back with more in a moment. I'll get this. Eskimo Joe here at Get This on Triple M. Mick Malloy is here. It's our 100th show. And Present. I've just got to thank Matt Dow who builds oh all the sketches man. for our yeah. show and for your show, elements, production yeah. elements. When he's not working on the Dow Hour of Power. What is
1: the Dow <laughs> Hour of
0: Power? I was up in the Brisbane uh, doing a show from Brisbane last week. And, of course, that's his old stomping ground. Yeah. And out it came. There's a couple of blokes there who know everything about that guy. Apparently, his first radio show was a little show he used to run out of his bedroom. Is that right? Uh, uh, BCFM. BC, of course, standing for Beresford Crescent. (laughs) (laughs) Where Mad Dog used to get on and do his stuff. We've got to get... Is there tapes of that? Mad Dog, yeah, there are, uh, but he won't cough them up. I know (laughs) Dower has them. The Dower Tower of Power (laughs) (laughs) is... Available. I think we've got to go through his wife, his new oh, wife, Katie, Katie, who works here. I think if we attack her, we'll get some. Right, because Matty, I mean, that thing we just played with the harp before, I think he had you know, he had 45 seconds to get a 40-second bit into the computer. Yeah. He's not bad at all. He's like a mad scientist in the laboratory. But man. he does do voiceovers. And I'll go around there to production, and he'll be, he hits record, and then he runs into the booth and does them himself. And whenever I walk in, he just stops. It, he won't <laughs> let me hear them. He's a bit like Howard Hughes. You know, he bottles his own <laughs> urine in that studio. <laughs> does he I'm does? telling you, he does. Hey, he's got a flashback harp installed stall for the 100th show. Hmm. And we made a prediction recently. Lockie Hume was in here. You know Lockie. I do indeed. i have worked me? with him on two movies <laughs> now. I have indeed. And he's good in both of them. Let me tell you. Uh, we made a prediction about that uh, film about the Falcone yeah, murder. Yeah. Let's just hear it. So don't you reckon that that guy, Richard Carter, is going to be Bradley Murdoch? He's a lookalike.
2: And Richard, I know you're listening somewhere. Yeah. Get onto your agent, give him a call, let him know that the role of Bradley John Murdoch is out there.
0: Yeah, and if that one's gone, the bookworm <laughs> yeah. is still available. No,
2: Richard's more of a king tu- kind of a guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry,
0: we tried to get Lockie one of the other Batman villains because he didn't get the Joker. That's right. He was down to the last three, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> That's just... It was him, Paul Bettany, and uh, Laurie Oakes. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a good penguin. <laughs> Great penguin. <laughs> but apparently. He'd have to tone down the waddle. <laughs> He <laughs> does a good waddle. It's an angry waddle. That's right. Richard Carter is, in fact, playing Bradley John Murdoch. Ah. And we guess that based solely on lookalikes. Because yeah, right. you love doing the lookalikes, Mick. I certainly do. I love lookalikes. Mm. You know the best way to play lookalikes at the moment? World Poker Tour. Okay. You put on the yeah. World Poker Tour, and the idea is by the first air break, you've got to get a lookalike for everyone around the table. Oh. Yeah. A few drinks helps, obviously. Yeah. Do you know, how, you know how they all work on their poker disguise? Do you know they work yeah. on a bit of a poker disguise. The Unabomber? And, the Unabomber, you got a bit. You know who I'd go on as? Roy Orbison. <laughs> i just have the Roy Orbison wig and the glasses. And they'd be going, oh, what's the big O thinking? <laughs> What's the big O sitting on? Because there was a guy who did look like he was in the Police Witness Protection Scheme. <laughs> at all times. <laughs> at, all, at all times. Seriously. He had a falling out with uh, the BGs back in the 70s. <laughs> with some That's ugliness. Right. Yeah. Uh, let's have another round of applause as the parade of guests continues. Peter Grace, the first
2: man we to are. speak on this network ever in 1980. Hey, Mick. You, Tone? Hey, Tone. Good to see you again. And uh, congratulations, Tone, on the 100 shows. Thank mm. you, Grace. You've mm. kept yourself tidy. Yes. Look and, at you. And, uh, Mick, I'm looking forward to the movie. Did you see the story in this paper this morning about somebody releasing the snakes in the theatre in America yes. where Snakes in the Plane yes. was? <laughs> What, what sort of promotional thing mm. would you like released in your.? Oh, good lord. Uh,
0: Screaming women hurling underpants <laughs> at the screen. <laughs> that that would be, be nice. See, lucky those guys weren't going to a screening of Moby Dick. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, have to get a massive whale. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a done. Sneak, they're going to sneak that in. Oh, kids. They can do anything. <laughs> in a giant popcorn.
2: <laughs> They'd use YouTube somehow. <laughs> I wonder, right. if, wonder if in Kenny they're going to release Air Fresh in halfway through them. <laughs> <laughs> that. That would be a good idea. <laughs> you, hey, are you playing some
0: clip on YouTube at the moment on your show? Uh, we are. We. We played one on any given Sunday, which uh, for pardon. Melbourne listeners will understand what I'm talking about. Mm. It's a little sports show on the Sunday. But we found a fantastic clip of uh, of a policeman, uh, of a drunk in a police station. Just type in police drunk and go <laughs> to it and uh, go past my section <laughs> and, and you'll eventually get to- <laughs> the funniest footage I've ever seen of a bloke uh, trying to pretend not to be drunk in a (laughs) bloke's studio because what are we linking to at the moment Ed on our Uh, side?
2: so far we've got got table tennis uh, and we've got some nice little cats and then uh, what do we got the other one is oh pinata accidents (laughs)
1: pinata accidents
0: (laughs) (laughs) pinata accidents gone wrong (laughs) (laughs) we've got to get drunk cop up there sure but Peter Grace last time you were here you mentioned some sketch that I couldn't remember doing on Martin Malloy it was
2: Mick getting around on what Milo T. Shoes, yeah. and uh, we had to go and record the sound effect, of course, uh, <laughs> along with other sound effects we recorded, but no, nah, it was just one of those challenges, we need Mick walking around on Milo Tin Shoes. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Why were you walking around on Milo Tin Shoes? Year four of the show, I'm guessing? <laughs> <laughs> it was late in the day, we needed a sketch. Um, I don't know, I can't tell the truth. I think it was something for the ladies, right? I, I can't remember either, but Gracie's brought it in, so let's have a listen. Hi guys, Mick Malloy here. Did you know I used to be just like you? Awkward, shy, uneasy with the babes. That's when I decided to strap two Milo tins to the bottom of my feet. Now, as you can see, I'm a dead-set stud muffin. Check me out. Well, body, now when I cruise down the street, heads are shorter turn and the ladies, well, They just go weak at the knees. Right, girls?
2: Hey, check out the big (laughs) knob on the Milo tins!
0: Later, girls! (laughs) In fact, when I see a girl I really like, I don't even give her my number. I poke a small hole in one of the tins just large enough to leave a telltale trail of Milo that will lead any horny nymphette straight to my door. Hey! Who's looking at you, girls? A
2: big dick standing on Milo tins as far as I can see.
0: (laughs) She wants me bad. Even when the ladies mentally undress me as I saunter down the street, they leave the Milo tins on the very same Milo tins they'd like to be tucking under the end of their bed before they offer themselves completely to the raw, untamed sex god who climbed down off them. Hey, sweet pea, want to get amongst some Milo tins?
1: Oh, oh god. Leave the hell on. jeez, mate!
0: <laughs> Just another love-struck damsel attempting to curry my favour by leaving her scent. Right now! Thanks to these Milo tins, I'm like a pied piper for penthouse pets who can survive for months at a time on absolutely nothing but the occasional Milo sandwich. (laughs) If you get my drift... Oh, hello, girls.
2: Are they milo tins?
0: Uh Uh-uh, you can look, but you can't touch. So, gents, if you're a little down on quality time between the sheets, go for a rummage through the pantry and find yourself a couple of derelict milo tins, lash them to your feet, and watch the fish jump into the boat. And... If you'd really like to make it a lay-down with the ladies, strap some cereal boxes to your arms, an ice cream container to your head, tie a tablecloth round your neck like a cape and jump off the roof of your parents' garage. Then just kick back and let the babes impale themselves on you with their undying affection. Don't believe me? Check it out. Ha!
1: Oh, look at that sad bastard.
2: Liz, I haven't realised until now, but I think I'm a lesbian. Me too. Me too.
1: Let's go have sex.
2: Yeah. Cool, let's go. <laughs> That's
0: got their juices flowing. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, thank you. The studio is just way too kind. <laughs> that was Sancia, our old assistant, Sancia Robinson. Mm. And uh, every sketch, you seem to uh, try and get her to be involved in some lesbian activity. That's right. <laughs> she had so, She had more orgasms on our show than she's had in real life. <laughs> You know I I must be running out of ideas because I, I came up with a sketch the other the other day on Tough Love called Oval Teen Tin Shoes <laughs> Not uh, as good though Not, not quite as good <laughs> The ladies weren't quite as impressed Well look we want to find out if you out there have had a brush with Mick Malloy all this plus uh
2: I've uh, prepared another little flashback for you, Mick. Oh, good lord! We've been hearing sketches, yes. uh, and some wonderful stuff from Martin Malloy, which was compulsive listening, yes. compulsory. I, everyone listened to it every day. But we haven't heard anything about the music. So oh, the shock, ah. shock, Richard Marsland and I have trawled through the archives to find your <laughs> favourite song uh, from back in the Martin Malloy days, Mick. Oh, hit, let's hear it. Be. Uh, that'll
0: be next, I guess. Oh yeah, that, you just got to sizzle it up <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh you! Yes. Yes. Now they're wondering. a little something. Is it Ace of Base? What, <laughs> what is it? Is it, is it that, um, the total eclipse of the heart maybe. with the disco music oh, album and the ketchup song? Oh, maybe. oh the Macarena!
2: Oh, no start. We'll, we'll find
0: out next. Get this. Uh,
2: this has lasted uh, longer than probably anyone expected. For the award winning Mercedes Benz veto on Triple M.
0: Hey, let's get this around the nation oh. on Triple M. We applied a week ago. Mm-hmm. In writing, we went through the proper channels. We said, can we play our theme song, Hate to Say I Told You So, by The Hive? Yes. Yeah. No. No. The answer came back no. It doesn't fit. Then Mick Malloy's with us. How did it come back th- in one of those shoots, like in Brazil? <laughs> yes, it's like Brazil. We've, we've applied, roll it up, and sent it down the shoot, like. down the tube, onto our <laughs> desk. No, a big fat No. Then we're joking the other day on the show. We're joking. We're saying, oh, remember when we used to have to play on Mark Malloy? We had to play wall to wall Labouche. <laughs> yes. And then Ed's gone, oh, hey, if you want to hear Labouche, email in, and we're all having a laugh. Same bloke who said we can't play the Hives has gone, but you can play Labouche if you want. Right, and his pants caught fire at that moment. <laughs> Did they? What happened? So now, listeners, for your listening pleasure. Oh, good we lord! Take, we
2: take you back to the world of Don't semi-French disco. I'm
0: happy to take a trip down memory lane, but you didn't tell me you're going to pull out Labouche. <laughs> this is insanity. <laughs> Mick wouldn't have showed up if he known it was Labouche. <laughs> good lord! Mm, and after that, real. M people. An ace of bass. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coming up. I'll get this. Ah, thank goodness for the I'm voice there. of tough love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he was in today, but <laughs> LaBouche have flushed him out. How's that? We can play LaBouche, we can't play The Hives. Oh, the memories. I so. know I'm an old guy, but when I started at Triple M, the logo was a winged
2: demon <laughs> with a guitar. <laughs>
0: Those were the days. Now a Frenchman with a synthesizer. <laughs>
2: Uh, it is on the our
0: handpipes. <laughs> it's our hundredth show. Mick Malloy is here. The first man to ever speak on this network, Peter Grace, is Only... mm. And now a fake round of applause for our well, I added up the numbers, Ed, and our most frequent co-host.
1: It's Greg Flay.
0: Uh,
1: yep. That's right. And uh, I would have brought in a baguette had I known <laughs> <laughs> it was a labouche zone. <laughs> How's it
0: going, Greg? I mean, it's years since uh, um, myself and me and Mick and Matt Quartermain were in a show called "The Show with No Name." I've forgotten ah. all about that. Which yeah. it was
1: an ironic title. Because it was actually the name of the show. Uh, yeah. There you
0: go. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah, it was a head-scratcher for the audience. Uh-huh. Pity it wasn't a hand-clapper, <laughs> yeah. a laugher, but it, it, it
1: did was it a head-scratcher. It had a parody of the Green Acres theme in it, though, so what, what can you ask for? Did it? it was topical, then. What was that? Oh, what, I can't remember. You actually wrote it. What it was, was it? was Tony Martin, so I can't remember what it was about. Oh, was no, that was of, Jesus you know, Christ then, was a
0: man. On oh, no, a da- uh, Daniel Boone. Daniel Boone. David Boone was a man. That was the big finale. No, there was it was also... Dun-dun,
1: dun-dun then it, then I just, I just oh, remember the beginning
0: right. of it oh, Cape Fear Cape, oh, right. Cape Fear is the place to be <laughs> 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 that's right. It was that's a right. musical version of Cape Fear yeah. Let me tell you the story of a man named Katie
1: Yeah, starring Hugh Jackman, I believe
0: <laughs> <laughs> He can now, do it all yeah. I don't know if you're aware of uh, Greg's rapping skills I have mm. no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> When, every, under he, when yeah. he comes in, he likes to bust out the crunk <laughs>
1: yeah, The deep southern crunk, and uh, I thought because it's the hundred show, I'd bring in something special. I thought, uh, hey, bring in a cake and some balloons. Whoa, get away from that grassy knoll, you edgy loner. Then I thought <laughs> maybe uh, maybe I'd bring you in an imitation German pistol or a, a Chad Kruger, as I like to call it, the rhyming slang for Luger. But, um, <laughs> and I thought, no, I would just uh, kick it with, uh, with Doctor MD and uh, and myself, and just you know kick back with some deep southern mm-hmm. crunk. Wow. Mm-hmm. Especially for a 100th show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Check it. Check Let's it. hear it. Yo, this is going out to Tony and Head and the Get This Crew. Check it out. I'm great, Fleet. I'm MCG That's F to the L To the E-E-T If comedy was Dutch Then I'd be from Holland Spread the comic pollen Like a B-L-O-G Blog I'm a cog in the wheel you got pub Just how you think that I feel It's a war called the Cavalry To the right sits my main man Ed Cavalry. He'll freak you out Cos he's young You're a wowzer, But underneath It's my belief You'll get relief That he's Bowser It's fortuitous His next bit is gratuitous Tony Stacks Girkins makes a pickle-, a pickle stack, loves a tower of <laughs> condiments, but don't love nickelback. As I get to the end of his stanza, Tony Martin is the boss. He's not like Hoss in Bonanza, more like Tony Danza. For well, the king of Tanzania, let me make it clear. Know a lot about that nation. The capital is Dar es Salaam. For your information, oh, yeah. according to my sister who oh, loves, yoga. loves yoga, respect to Otto Vista oh, the, the coach people. of Togo. So it goes, coke and hoes on your flows. How many shows? Count your toes, my friend. Multiply the number by oh, ten. Man. Respect yeah. to Charles child get him on the bus. <laughs> Peace and love to the listeners. Boomy plums out, out. <laughs> Oh,
0: very good. I've never heard a song that references Camus, (laughs) Charles Dance, and
1: Jack from On the Buses. (laughs) Jack from On the Buses.
0: (laughs) Quite a oh.
1: And how did you get the nickelback? I was. Uh, <laughs> good. I, I, I was on a
0: pickle stack. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I think you saw that one coming. Victory uh. Greg with a rhyming dictionary going, Nickelback's not in here. Well, that was actually their second choice from the name of the band. Stack. <laughs> yeah. Did you, Just sorry to sidebar here, but did you see
0: the George Bush? No, no, no. They went through his reading material. You know, they released oh, yeah. their reading books, and one of the books apparently he's reading at the moment is Camus. <laughs> oh, Camus! Oh, that's right. It it's... must have been released under the Mr. Men series <laughs> or something. I don't
2: know.
0: <laughs> he's also reading Where's Osama.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he loves that one. Uh, hey. He loves the movie version 10 Camus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Well done, Gracie. We're away. That's it. Uh, now I'm officially tearing up. <laughs> that has taken me right back. I think you may be tearing up, Mick, when you find out who's had a brush with you. Oh, good Lord. You're not going to do this, are you? That's going to be next on Get This. That's Jet here at Get This. It's our 100th show. Myself, Tony Martin, Ed Cavill is here. Mick Malloy is Present. here. Yep. Greg Fleet is here. Hello. And the Bruce Gingell of the network, Peter Grace, <laughs> is with us on the full bench. There it is. Uh, look, hey, what, uh you know, we often talk about that first day of programming on Triple M, then known at least in Melbourne as Eon FM. Yeah. What was it like in those heady days of choosing
2: your own music? That's what mm. they used to do. Well, again, it was rule one, there are no rules, and uh-huh. um, and rule two was uh, find the rule book. Well, it ended up being find the rule book because mm. when it was rule one, there are no rules. I think everybody liked Pat Benatar at the time. Oh, so, right. Oh, mm. so oh. A bit of like, high-rotation spandex work going on there. Yeah,
0: chicks with the guitars. <laughs> it's an oldie with a goodie. <laughs> do love it. Hey, we had Justin Hamilton in here on Monday, Mm. Mick, and he knew you were coming in and looking for challenges. He issued one. Let's hear it.
1: The challenge for Mick would be uh, I'd like him to uh, chow down on a wheat bix and then uh, whistle the opening to Billy Joel's The Stranger.
0: I don't think he's ever done that in this time, slot. Mm. Unfortunately, Ed has eaten all the Wheat bix (laughs) Mm. They were delicious. But we do have some cornflakes, so let me just... Pass Let's them over. This. You want to have i I'm Billy quite Joel. prepared. I'm not intimidated at all. So Billy Joel, should I do some Fergal Sharky? I, I'm, quite, I'm quite up for some Fergal
1: Sharky. Here we go. <laughs> Alright. Very good. That's <laughs> very good. <laughs> Keep
0: going. Did I just sneeze into my... You've set the music
1: off! What were you thinking?
2: The, the band's turned up. <laughs> <laughs> we should have put plastic down before we did that one.
1: Thank
2: you very much.
0: Let's get up onto a higher plateau if we could... Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Not the full-length (laughs) version. It's time for another Cockney sing-along, right? I can do this, pass the Cornflakes back. (laughs) Take the climb. Climb up top-back mountain. There's no time. Get on with it! Hey, but we're not counted. Maybe if we had a shorter intro song, we'd be <laughs> Running on time for the first show since April 23. That's the last time we ran a time on this program. <laughs> Fantastic. Mm. We thought today we'd just play Brush With Mick. Yeah. Oh, okay, far, fair enough. Just anyone listening from any part of the country mm. who's had a brush with Mick Malloy at any point, mm. preferably a legal one... <laughs> To call us up? Oh, all the callers have just dropped off. <laughs> there's about twenty up on the yeah. board a minute ago. That's an illegal answer. one, not illegal.
1: A <laughs> <one, not illegal laughs>
0: yeah. brush with Mick. One triple three five three is the number to call. Right. And we've already got people. Are you saying we should just go straight into the call? Yeah.
1: Well, this is highly unorthodox. When I was last on the show, we had to do something else because there were no callers. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was because your references to Camus <laughs> and Harold Pinter
0: <laughs> made the question incomprehensible.
1: Anyone who's had a brush with Kafka calling... <laughs> There you go, Joseph Kay on the line, hey, I see <laughs> cold cans
0: of existentialism <laughs> coming your way. <laughs> I shared one of the Bronte <laughs> sisters. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff we're looking for. We're just going to go straight to the post. Hello, most... James. How are you? James? There you go. See, this is why people don't do this. No, hello, James.
1: G'day, and no, that's
0: Ryan. Oh, Ryan. <laughs> All right, sweet. You
2: be Ryan, I'll be Ed. Uh, <laughs> and uh, tell me, what was your brush with Mick?
1: Uh, mate, I was down at a
0: local hotspot, The sheath one Saturday night and um, I spotted Mick from across the bar and I uh, got the boys to queue up accidentally Kelly Street by Frente, Oh. And uh, <laughs> Nick managed to recreate the uh, excellent dance scene with the walking stick. Yes. Oh. <laughs> now, Nick, I know you've told this story before, but please tell it again. What happened when we did that parody of the uh, Frente video on um, The Late Show? Okay. Well, the guy who I impersonated, who I think was a guitarist from that band, yep. I was having a beer at the George, which is a pub in Melbourne one day, and this woman came up to me and goes, uh, Hi, uh, I'm the girlfriend of the guy you impersonated. Uh, I said, oh, I'm really sorry about that. She goes, no, actually, you pointed it out. He is a dick. I <laughs> dropped him. <laughs> and I think she said oh, that they were, she dropped him immediately after the sketch. That's right. Because oh. she'd been laughing at the sketch so hard that he'd got really offended and, <laughs> and stormed out of the boudoir.
1: Oh, okay. well, relationship terminator, Mick Malone. <laughs> That's
2: it. Thank you, James. Hello, Mac.
1: Yeah, good morning, boys. How are you? Good, good, good. T- good. Got a good story uh, from Mick. He was on the Gold Coast at uh, some <laughs> stage. Here we go. And one of my mates ran into him at a strip club. <laughs> they said, oh, what are you doing here, Mick? And uh Mick's response was, Oh, don't worry, I'm scouting for a location. <laughs>
0: oh. Oh. Yeah, for my new movie, which is about strippers. Yeah. <laughs> Can't
2: have a location to see a stripper. Mm-hmm. And in fact, the, the, lo- the
0: location I was actually scouting at the time was inside a woman's pants.
1: <laughs> but, but I found it yeah? and it went off. Exactly. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you, Mac. Oh, I think we'll move on. Hello, Joel. Hi boys, how are you going? Very good. Tell
2: us your brush with Mick.
1: Uh well it's not my brush. I'm not sure oh. if I should say, but Hold on, Nick. Um, My mother nearly ran you over by accident.
0: (laughs) You sure it was an accident? I'm relieved it was by accident. (laughs) Usually they mean it. Uh,
1: (laughs) What happened there? Uh, well, look, I better not say too much. But it was, you were going to visit your friend John down Smith Street, I believe. And my mother owns a shop about two doors down from him. Yes. And I think she was leaving to go from work or something like that. I think you were crossing the road from where that tattoo parlor is.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that'd be right. I just got a fresh bucket of Kentucky
1: tattoo down my chest, <laughs> if I remember correctly. I like that. I'd better not say too much. At yeah. The start. yeah, yeah. And then well, every detail you can possibly muster—they're cleaning it up. <laughs>
0: This is a very dangerous segment.
1: I'm loving it. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> Hello, Dave.
0: Yeah, how you going, fellas?
2: Good, good. Your brush with Mick?
1: Yeah, uh, I'm one of the uh, footy buskers
0: at the footy every weekend, and we've sure. seen Mick walk past a couple of times, and all he gives us is that you know, up in the the, the, the nose up in the air type. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he, awesome. he Never
1: gives us any money or nothing. We always say, "G'day, Mick.
0: How you going?" It's just a. Really? What are you for? What do you do? We we go busking at the footy. Me and a mate. You go busking? Ah, uh, yeah. At the footy.
1: I don't if you, if, well Mick's seen us, we've seen him. Can we've I tell you the best
0: the best story I know and this involves <laughs> Russell Gilbert <laughs> <I'll bet. and laughs> outside Telstra Dome there yep. is a bloke who who does uh, plays the saxophone. And
1: that
0: would be me, yeah. Mm. Oh, is this you? <laughs> <laughs> you tell, tell tell them him your routine with and Gilbert yes, I- Oh, Rusty's
1: a, Rusty's a favourite. He comes out he, and we have to play the Benny Hill song for him. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the we play the Benny we, Hill
0: song, but he doesn't even ask for it. He gives the guy a wink from about 50 metres. <laughs> and <laughs> as he approaches, this guy breaks in. <laughs> and Gilbo just goes off. Happy face. <laughs> <thing. laughs> next thing you know, there's 100 people sitting around <laughs> and clapping. And many of them nude and they can't work out what's happened to their <laughs> oh, clothes. Okay, next time you see me from 50 metres, yep. give, give us a bit of baby elephant walk. <laughs> baby
1: elephant walk. I'll, I'll be flopping a in the gold in Indians here, alright? Wow. I'll keep an eye out for you. There go you on th- I, Thanks, mean,
0: I understand how that works. I mean we have a guy at our local supermarket who just is just stabbing at a guitar <laughs> with whatever he can find. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: knife
0: usually. And then it gets really aggro if you don't leave any money, and occasionally I'll just go, Here's two dollars, but promise me this will go towards guitar lessons <laughs> every time. But you know there's a guy in Sydney who plays a piece of wood as if it's a guitar. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: He's good. He's very <laughs> good. good. I think he so plays la- in Shannon Knowles' band. <laughs> sure. I like the guys who are so lazy, they just put on a tape recorder of music and then sit there. Like, I'm providing you <laughs> with music. Digging the tunes. Or <laughs> hair, doing with Ashley
0: something. Simpson. Uh, hello there, Dean. G'day, mate. How are you? Very good, sir. You, you, you're brushed with Mick?
2: Yeah. Um. I'm pretty sure I bumped into him at the front of the Eminem
1: concert in Sydney. Really?
0: Is that right? That is actually true. I uh, I went to M&M to see what the kids were listening to.
2: <laughs> and he was there was a sea of you know wannabe gangsters, homeboys from yes. from Compton, Macquarie Fields. Yes. And he's the only guy standing there in a, in a black duffel
0: coat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in a sea of wannabe homeboys. I was there. I'll tell you. I was the guest of one uh, Michael Gadinsky. Oh. And And uh, we went there and watch Gadinsky blow a million bucks, which I believe is the fee. <laughs> for then, for I think uh, Eminem was a million bucks a concert at that stage. <laughs> and, uh, is that right? But I've like got to say, I quite enjoyed it. Well, I thought uh, it was good, because this was at the time, everyone, remember the Sydney talkback radio was going, mm. it's disgusting, he shouldn't be allowed in the <laughs> country. Yes. Uh, he should take that rubbish somewhere else. Him and 50 Cent were the two, I reckon, that have right. the most outraged talkback hosts in this yeah. country. So I thought, I'm going to go and have a look at this. And you know what? Everyone's having a really good time. <laughs> Yeah. You'd, you'd,
1: that, you'd say to pay 50 cent than a million bucks. <laughs> For an Eminem concert. Yeah, that, that other guy was way cheaper.
0: And <laughs> 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 um, at the uh, concert, was Michael Gudinski constantly leaning over and claiming that we still owe 50 grand in production costs on the Brown album? He's trying to get me to sign something all night. I can't work out how we owe so much money in production costs when they cost nothing to make.
1: I have no idea. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Brown album. Well, I love the idea of you just kicking it with the Duffel Coat crew, though, in front of the concert. That's right. damn, <laughs> is that all
2: the brother? Oh, oh, hello, hello Peter. Hello, Peter. Yeah, hello. How are you going? Not Brush- too bad, mate. Rush with Mick, sir? Um, I actually used to work with him back in the, the late 80s at
1: a restaurant called Eliza's in Frankston. Oh, was- <laughs> hello. Yes.
0: This is the old... Well, I used to work in the P. Hotel Public Bar, I think. You were possibly in Eliza's, the P. Hotel Public Bar, and then the band room, which later became the 21st Century Dance yes, Club. Yes, oh. Uh, Those were the days, I remember very strongly, a couple of gigs stood out. Uh, One was Red Gum, and when Red Gum played, I was in the band room, I was next door to the band room, and... The guy I'm with says, mate, you want to come and have a look at this? <laughs> and I go in and everyone's sitting cross-legged on the carpet, like in a really hippie kind of way. Right, right. And I just had to go and tell them for health reasons they shouldn't be sitting on our carpet. <laughs> which, you know, had an ability to move around the room. But there wouldn't have been any trouble at a red gum gig. There was no trouble. I was trying to start it by <laughs> heckling these cross-legged fools. But what about Betty Boo? Betty Boo. I wasn't there that night. I was there... I was there for Public Image Limited when they stormed off stage. They right. got hit under a shower of cans. Really? Right. I think he left because they were empty. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> if they were full, he would have stayed. And the last night in particular, I remember, it was closing night, and Barnsley was playing, right. and he said, Hey, you leave? Steal something!
1: <laughs> uh, oh, no. Meaning,
0: meaning ashtrays or, uh, you know, maybe a yeah. empty pot glass or something. Yeah. I saw five guys on the end of a 28-foot. Pot plant carrying a palm tree <laughs> trying to get it down the stairs at the hotel. And I went, No, no one's going to miss that. are just doing what Barnsey records. And <laughs> still there on the line? Yeah. We... Yeah, yeah, mate. Do
1: you yeah.
0: remember anything, any incidents you'd like to bring up?
2: I remember Mick, but so he was uh, used to work as the, the maitre d'. He used to greet the old ladies with the blue hair on lunchtimes.
0: Uh, mm. Yeah, I think you're having a bit of a lend there, mate. <laughs> we loved you guys in Eliza's. <laughs> we all thought you were a little, well, gay. But. <laughs> Because you weren't out in the band room. Do you know, the, the, the first day I ever worked in the pa public bar, I walk in and the police walked in, and all I heard was this chink, 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 chink. And I go out to get glasses, and I look in the drip tray at the floor, and there are machetes... <laughs> knuckle, knuckle dust, a couple of revolvers, and I'm going right. Yeah, I, think, I didn't know we had pokies here. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like The amnesty is on. What a fantastic selection of brushes. Oh, I'm so cool. I know that. Oh, hang on. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy with that. Sorry, the Hoarded studio just uh, kicked in there. It doesn't. I think need. we got it. Yes, we're going to need our end music. That's how go. late we're running. Oh, we're done. <laughs> That's how it works. Going oh, on here. The show's finished. Over, over. You were just getting fired up. I was about to let fly with some (laughs) haymakers. Thank you very much, Greg Fleet, for wrapping in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. Thank you very much, uh, Mr. Grace.
2: Thank you, Tone, and
0: congratulations again. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mick Malloy. Will you have me back for your 112th show? 112th celebration is going to go right off. Fantastic. And, uh, Mick, is it true that you're going to be in intimate conversation with Carl Stefanovic this week on on the Today Show? Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah, He's going to be sitting on my knee. It's like a (laughs) ventriloquist (laughs) act. Oh. Wow. In lieu of a key phrase today, I think it's just important that we remind everyone that Carl Stefanovic is a robot. Are you aware of <laughs> that? Uh, yes, that's right. Nice. This footage. Thanks for coming in, everybody. Thanks for calling in everybody. Bet. See you on the hundred and first show tomorrow, <laughs> and we'll leave you with the robot Carl Stefanovic.
1: Welcome back. Well, they are the quintessential item for your wardrobe. They've been around for decades and continue to evolve.
2: Nodding profusely.
1: Acid wash jeans are back.
2: Mm. Marble wash jeans
1: oh, I I loved my acid wash when I was young.
2: Oh, no. Marble wash jeans when I was a young fella. And
1: stretch I always find the most comfortable to wear.
2: Nodding profusely. But we
1: are running out of time. I mean, I could talk about jeans all day.
2: Marble wash jeans.
1: Acid. Marble. Bad memories.
2: Nodding profusely.
1: We'll return with more of today in a
0: moment. <laughs> and we'll be back tomorrow with film director Kevin Smith. And it's all thanks to the Mercedes Benz
2: Vito van of the year.
1: I like to hear all the nice nickelback.